What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the On The Stoop Podcast. Stoop gang. As always, I'm with my guys. Y'all go ahead and introduce yourself, fellas. It's P-Walk. And it's JP. And it's your boy, G-Money. What's happening? And as always, I'm your host, JD, and we back in it, bitch, man. Yes, sir. Full force. Everybody here. Yeah. Got JPZ in the building. What up, what up, what up? Yeah. You took a trip around the world? Yeah, you were absent last week. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, life be life, bro. Life and you know what? that's life cool. Life be life and bro. That's cool. Y'all held it down though. Facts. Facts. Only thing we can do, bro, you know, you know, we always gonna, you know what I'm saying, hold it down till you get back, bro. Yeah, sometimes your number just get called and you just like, oh. <laughs> hey. yeah, oh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have I have to? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, bro, life be life and bro. It don't stop for nobody. And when it stop, that bitch stop. It's dark. Boy, <laughs> hey. <laughs> and cold. Yeah. Well, depending on who you are. Yeah, it's facts. (laughs) (laughs) This is true as well. It could be bright and hot. Yeah, it could. It could be a little warm. Could could be a little warm. So, brimstone, nigga. (laughs) How was y'all white people freedom day though? It was. uh, It was good. Spent time with uh, my father-in-law. I saw you was with the silver fox. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was a good day. You had red, white, and blue on. No supporting. No. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all saw the pictures. No. Um, no, I didn't do too much. We had just got back from um seeing some family, so we didn't. We drove back that day, and we was sitting around trying to recover a little bit and get the house set up. So we didn't do too much of nothing but cook. I mm. didn't. I didn't do shit. Like we, I went to the store, got a a Nintendo Switch controller. And then I played Mario Kart all day. Like, that was, mm. I was cool. What you can do it with a regular Switch? Nah, because I like to do it on the TV. Because me, G, and Kev been playing online, bro. And I bought one, I bought a corded controller. It was like $17. But it wasn't long enough. So I was like, let me try to find a cheap-ass wireless one. GameStop had to use one for 20 bucks, So I went and grabbed that bitch so I could sit comfortably. Why Kev just smoking our ass, bro? Pretty much. This nigga is a cheater. Like a pack of coons. And Kev, I know you listen. I'm calling you out, bro. You cheating. You hacking this shit. <laughs> yeah, Cause I, ain't, I be racing, bro. nigga. Ain't no way. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't be racing, my boy. I got. I got to bring the OG version back then. See if he can still. Why can't nobody see that? the characters in the regular version? Which one? No, on the the, the, o- the, the double dash. Right? Yeah, double dash. Yeah. Uh, you can see him in that one. I'm about to say you talking about that 64, 64. No, not not sixty four. Talking about GameCube. Yeah, right? GameCube. Yeah. GameCube. That nigga, that nigga Kev be cheating and G just be, he be there. I be there. He be, he be there. <laughs> See, yeah, I need to I get be, me I one. I be like, I be good for about 30 seconds until a turn happened. A turn happened, I be in last You don't know how to drift and all that bro, stuff? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out. I be I, trying to do I, Bro, I be trying to tell him what to do, bro. I'm getting once, better. Once you, once you get that down, you'll be fine. I'm but here's the better. thing I hate with the Switch is that when you playing like with multiple people on it, especially on the same one, you got to use the little skinny, just the one side of it, right? No, I use the whole console. Or you playing? Y'all but all playing no, on consoles with each other. You can still use because I had, I have the before I got the wireless one. You know, me and my wife was playing, and I took both of the the Joy Cons and stuck them onto the the dock controller that it come with. So she used that, and then I used the other one. Okay, and we was okay, playing okay. That way. So you can still you can still play with them, but yeah, every time I try to play it, at least the I don't know which one is it on now. Is it seven? It's eight. So when seven was out, seven you played like that. Like I would take, you oh, would take one side and somebody else take the other one. And 
I tried playing with that little ass thing. I, that remote too I, little. Yeah, yeah, that shit is too small. I just use it in my hand because I don't have a, I don't have to control it like he got. So yeah, I but, just. But use you it got in my the hand. one that came with it though, the the docking thing. Yeah, but the, the controller too small. Oh. So I just ain't. I just use the whole thing. I just had a whole thing in my hand. I be sitting on the couch. So. We gonna we gonna get you right, bro. I tell you what though. Two things piss me off when when playing online, bro. Because uh, this shit don't really happen when you just be playing with the AI by by yourself. This shit don't be happening as often. But when you start playing with, because it's still all twelve characters, but it's just you know what I'm saying, the three of us and then the rest of them filled in by AI. Blue shells and that goddamn lightning, bro. That shit is just. Fucking overkill. I don't never get lightning. Bro. I, I feel that like shit. Uh, overkill, when you play with the AI, the AI yeah, don't try to use it that many times. They may use it one time per who? per race. When you playing online, but that Thor AI was playing with shit. us, bro. Thor yeah, was playing with us, bro. <laughs> if you was in first, you was guaranteed to get hit by a blue. And, guaranteed. And whoever be getting that squid, you a hold too. Yeah. You're you already know. You, you already know I can't dry that good. <laughs> and, and you just gonna put see. the ink on the screen so I can't see your you mama a hoe. You don't change nothing with how you drive. Yeah, you nah. just, it just mess this, up your screen. This hey, just don't be racing, G, bro. Hey, G, that, <laughs> I be racing. Hey, G, that takes practice, man. You'll get around that. That's easy. The ink ain't that ain't that inconvenient, but that goddamn lightning. That That's shit, horrible. In that them blues, bro. Because and the only thing you can break the blue with is the the boom box. You get that shit maybe once a race, bro. Yeah, you ain't getting that. That shit trash, though. Kev, you be cheating, though. I'm sticking to that but shit. What you, but don't you get the blue shell when you in last? I don't know. Nah, I ain't can, never got a blue shell. You can get it when you, like, in the last couple places. I think, like, yeah. six, seven, eight. You get all the Because normally what I would do if I'm in first and there's somebody nearby me, I'm I'm jacking up three other people with me. I'm bringing all y'all down. <laughs> you going in reverse for a little bit? Yeah, I do. Bro, I was, I, was yeah. I was in the worst part of the race, bro. I got this infinity thing, and it gave me everything, bro. Damn, you was that far at the bottom? I had the infinity thing. I had everything, bro. I had a start. I had two shells. I had the boom box. <laughs> Dang. All of it was just circling around me, bro. <laughs> I was garbage. This one race. Like, this one race, I just kept falling off in this one particular spot. So, I was last, last, nigga. So who is, who is your, who's your go-to character? Mine? I, I mean, it was Toad, but I don't use Toad no more. I use Baby Mario now. Oh. Dry bones. But Kev told you stop using that shit when I was using that shit, bro. I said Baby Mario too small, though. That's what I started out with Baby Mario. Then I started going to Black Yoshi. But that nigga Daisy was kicking my ass, bro. So I, I had to switch. I switched to one of them Splatoon characters. Ain't that who Kev play with? Yeah, Kev be kicking my ass with Daisy. He bro. be playing playing with Daisy. <laughs> that nigga hold me every fucking time. He be bro. dragging us with Daisy, bro. That shit trash. You niggas need to get a Nintendo Switch that ain't jailbroken, JP. <laughs> IT ass niggas be just doing shit. Yeah, you need <laughs> to lock yours shit. back yeah, up. Yeah, nigga, you need to <laughs> bro. You put yours back in jail. But you still should be able to play it unless you can't get on the on, on, online server. No, I can't. Oh, that's probably Because as soon as, as soon as you connect to it, kill switch. Y'all niggas need and P Walk, you just need to get one, nigga. So we can we can <clears> be racing this shit and y'all can see how Kev be cheating too. Cause exactly. I'm 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 fucking gonna die on that hill. He got a hack in that bitch, bro. Cause right. I be racing, and we got a battle too. We gotta do the battle too. What battle? Like where you can throw the bombs and stuff. Yeah, where y'all just oh that one straight battle. too. Oh, I ain't, um, 
I just be racing, bro. I don't, I don't be knowing about that. J- shit. JD it's, probably wouldn't like that. It's it's cool, yeah. but you're only going against everybody that's in the thing. So yeah, it's like a melee, bro. But that's know. what I want, bro. Because I'm tired of them AI motherfuckers, bro. We need to figure out how to just race with us three at this point. Cause them other motherfuckers, we already know what's gonna happen if we do that. That's okay though. I ain't. Worried. I need somebody to beat. Nigga, <laughs> 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 oh, you won't be coming in third though. You still be in like fourth or fifth. Cause them niggas be horning me. <laughs> I be in third. It's just them niggas be jumping me, bro. So I'm saying, if it's just us three, you always guaranteed third. Yeah, that's awful though. <laughs> <laughs> I want some other niggas in there, bro. Sprinkling some other niggas. There's no pleasing you niggas, bro. All right, so uh, on this day in history, uh, scary movie came out. The first scary movie. Funny back, movie. Back in two thousand. It was funny. The first one. You don't and think the was, second one? You don't think it was funny, JD? It was dumb. It was that's, dumb, but it was funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was dumb as fuck. It was supposed to be, and it succeeded. He did a it great was, job at it being was stupid. to be dumb. Sydney. Well, I mean, it was part of those whole thing where they would parody all the other movies. Bruh, Doofy so they, was the murderer it, the whole time. It, uh, it ushered in a whole bunch of other bullshit-ass movies, bro. After co- two, they were trash. And coincidentally enough, a Wayne's brother has been in all of these stupid-ass movies, bro. Well, they they kind of pioneered. I that. know. Yeah, they do That's the point shit. I'm getting at. I hate that shit, bro. Them shits are so dumb, dog. And which one did you like better? The first scary movie one? I liked the first one because it was the first one. After that, we did not need anything else. The second one's funny when it was in that we, mansion. We didn't yeah. need it. Yeah. Grab my strong hand. <laughs> Hilarious. He made the movie. You know, I give, I give you the first two. Why? Because he was mentioning no mashed potatoes with the yeah, hand. Yeah. That, that nigga with the hand was funny as fuck, bro. Facts. Uh, that, now, that was funny. Take but my strong hand. Didn't need nothing else after that. Yo, like, my man let go of the side of the house. <laughs> to keep from touching the hand. Regina Hall was always funny in them, too. Yeah, she was. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. Ooh, this is some scurry shit. <laughs> <laughs> she was funny in all those. But outside of that, we didn't need anything else. After yeah, the, three on. I think yeah. there was like seven of them, wasn't it? And then what was the what was the the uh, the Exorcist one? What was that shit that he was in? The Exorcist. Haunted oh House? Uh, no, um, it was. I know what you're talking about. I think that was in. We didn't need that shit either. That was the first one, or no, the second one. It was the second one, right? No, not the scary movie. It was Marlon Wayans did that second one with uh, what's that nigga name? Afion Crockett. Oh, that's a haunted house. That didn't need that shit either. Although it's still, I don't give a fuck. Keisha, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> that shit was funny. There is, there is a new. You're gonna movie. make it mad. It's a movie that came out, uh, the Blackening. I heard it's better than what like people thought it was gonna be. Should have went straight to Netflix. Yeah, came yeah. out of movie theaters. I don't or know Tubi. how well it did. <laughs> that could have went to Tubi or BET Plus. Yeah. No, thank you. But yeah, all those movies, um, trash. I want to say it's tra- trash. Unnecessary. So is it better? Like when when they start doing all those spoofs, is it, is scary movie the worst of the spoof spoof movies to you? I think it might mm. be the best one because it was the only one that was like okay, cool. The rest of it was like why? The one the drinking juice in the hood probably was minister society. Why drinking? I hate that movie. <laughs> what you say about my mama? <laughs> I hate that movie. <laughs> Do we have a problem? Well, he had a missile behind him. These slippers with the Uzi, or 
See? No, this AK with the high tops. No, <laughs> was it Sean? Was it Sean? <laughs> That was uh was reenacting uh boys in the hood when he was punching yeah, the air, yeah. he punching all the kids. <laughs> yeah, it was shot. <laughs> yeah, it was shot. And then, and then the, the scene where he put the hot sauce on her nasty ass toes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Grabbed the yeah. hot dog. Uh uh-uh, that's the baby lunch. Like no. <laughs> Fuck no. Fuck no. I hate that no, one. I mean, if you in the spoofs, that's probably the one that started it all. Don't be a man well, of I mean, I mean, for, for, for our movie. generation, because it wasn't the first like spoof movies based on other movies, because that had been going on for a long time, like the Monty, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That was that was one of the earlier ones. And Airplane, yeah. those are like spoof movies that came out. That's kind of like what's at the top of the list as far as spoofs. Blazing Saddles, which is all stuff in the seventies and eighties. We Spaceballs. I was gonna say, wasn't Spaceballs one? Spaceballs is one. Um, Galaxy Quest is another one. History of the world, and then, and then it shows like scary movie on here. Don't be a menace. Naked gun. <laughs> Y'all ever seen a movie called uh, Mars Attacks? I have not. I, I feel seen, like I've seen that. I've seen like the cover of it. From, I remember from Blockbuster and all that stuff from back in the day. That's it. Never. It was kind of a spoof on like alien invasions, but it still had alien invasions in it. I feel like I've seen that. Cause didn't the didn't the the cover work have like the alien with the brain. Yeah, that's that's it. it. Yeah, yep, okay. that's it. Then yeah, I've seen that shit. Not a fan. All right, let's go ahead and get into Florida, man. Florida. Just make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. What's Florida, man? Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida, man. All right, so the first one I have is. Uh, Janitor attempting to turn off. Actually, this wasn't a Florida man. I'm sorry, because I, I had this one saved as a story to talk about a couple weeks ago, and I forgot to mention it. But uh, janitor attempting to turn off beeping noise destroys decades of scientific research and causes one million dollars in damages. Trying to turn off a beeping a, noise. Yeah, beeping noise. See, what was he doing it with a hammer? So it says uh, a janitor cleaning in a laboratory at a university in Troy, New York. Um, is accused of damaging $1 million in scientific research after shutting off the storage freezer while trying to turn off a constant beeping noise. Uh, when the cleaner shut off a circuit breaker, the, ser- the freezer was storing cell cultures, samples, and other research elements at minus 112 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, once he turned it off, the temperature rose to 20, minus 25, um, damaging and destroying all of its contents. So, <laughs> so he just heard a noise and was like, turn this off. Yep, he he don't work there no more. Expired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired of this grandpa. Too damn bad. People's uh, somebody made a comment. People's behavior and negligence caused all this. Unfortunately, they wiped out 25 years of research. I think this is the from the law firm of the the university. I mean, sometimes you got to put a sticky note on the fridge that says "Do not turn off." I'm telling you. I think it says um, it says something about a note on there. Oh, he just wasn't using CT then, bro. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That's true. Nice. He wasn't using that CT, bro. Hey. Because, come on, though. I got him fired. <laughs> I thought it said. <laughs> now you're unemployed. I, I guess this isn't the same article, but there was one article that said, I guess it was a note that said where to turn it off at. And I guess he saw the note, but it wasn't for him. It was just for people that were working 
the scientists that were working, working in there. He I guess it's up. safe to assume that it applies to you too, sir. He did all that just because he couldn't change the battery in the, fire, in the smoke detector, bro. All that beep was. <laughs> smoke Probably. detector. Just needed a couple of AAA batteries, a double or a A nine batteries, bro. Yeah. Now look at you, unemployed. They probably going to sue you. You ain't, I, you think, he ain't got that much money. You think he got haunted by that noise in his dreams now? Yeah, yeah. Because he lost <laughs> no. his job. He no, he got haunted the by the sound of that, that refrigerator going off. Any refrigerator going off. That nigga don't even have a refrigerator in his house no more. He got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they took it. All right, the next the next one I got is actually in Florida. Is, um, and it's actually kind of like that movie that came out a couple years ago with uh, J-Lo. Hustlers. I don't know if y'all ever seen that. Well, she they was they was drugging the niggas from the strip club. Yeah. So it RDB says did it first. Right. Mi- Miami stripper boozes up. Yeah, Miami stripper boozes up patron steals credit cards for sixty-two thousand dollars spending spree. Yeah. Scammers gonna scam. Yeah. It she says uh, police said a man visited Playmates Club when he requested the the main chick. Um, Riviera or Rivera uh, and five unknown women to strip and entertain him during his time there. Uh, according to the r- report, uh, she danced for him privately with the five other women uh, later joined in. He was constantly being given tequila shots, which led him to become drunk quickly as he lost the ability to stand and walk out. Um, while the man re- remained in the VIP seat, um, she took his wallet and cell phone while he was too dizzy to react. And she distracted him by rubbing up against him with the other woman. Um, detective said all the women continued to tell him that the drinks were on the house. The man decided to leave the club at 4 a.m. when he was feeling better, but realized his credit cards and his wallet were missing. The man realized on Saturday that his missing credit cards were scanned using phone apps where a various amount of money, totaling $62,345, were transferred and paid to Playmates Bar. Um, it, said, it then said six PayPal transactions transferred from his cell phone to her bank account. Uh, which he did not authorize, so they just stole all the money. Damn, hate to see it, my boy. So they must have used the Face app while he was faded. Well, they they did he they did that, and then I guess he when I guess she told him that she was gonna put his number in his her uh, his phone. She PayPal from the number that she sent put on there to herself. herself. Yeah, of course. Never get them your phone to put a number in there, bro. I always put it in there yourself. They be cash happening themselves. Yeah, nigga, are you are you new here? <laughs> He's new. He's very new. Damn, boy. CT, my boy. They didn't say how old he <laughs> <the man> was, <laughs> CT. Come on, bro. Golly, boy. Use that knowledge up there, nigga. It's gone. Ain't none, bro. He, he had the strip club. Yeah, it's a killer. Now my system. man. Yeah, the killer. I think it was by itself. He had to be by himself because ain't nobody. Yeah, ain't nobody getting that faded with you. That damn tequila, bro. Don't <laughs> it ain't even that. Wrong, they could have fed him anything. My man was just happy to get attention. Hey, it could have been worse, bro. He could have went to the hibachi spot and had meth. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fast. Yeah, <laughs> hey. he would have never recovered from that. Hey, could you imagine if he had hibachi first with the meth and then the, the tequila, bro? Yo, he'd have died from that, hey, bro. Man. Gone. Crazy, bro. All right, uh. Polk County man mistakes bird poop on car for white paint. He calls deputies to report crime. Of course he does. That sounds like some Polk County bullshit, bro. 
dumbass shit that they would do. What was Buddy's name? Bob. It didn't say. It don't. It don't put his name in here. Of course not. So he thought bird poop. He thought somebody had just threw wet paint, uh, white paint on his car. It's it's on the side of his car, so I can see why he kind of thought that. But I mean, that shit was sent for a minute. But it probably was pulling down. This yeah. ain't the no, first time this nigga done seen bird shit on his car. It ain't the first time he called the cops either. You know, no. of course <laughs> it's not. If you calling him for that, that's what he do. Not. He do that. At when least. he called, they know it's him. <laughs> <laughs> what, Bob? I, I mean, I don't know. If you walked out to your car and you saw some white stuff on the side of it, like on the on the driver's side door, you're trying to rinse it off first, right? Like, yeah. you don't see yeah, what it is. I'm finna try to rinse it off first or, or wipe it with something. Yeah. I ain't finna I'm call finna, the police. I'm not calling the police at all. First, those, those vandals. Straight to 911, nigga. Like, yeah. I mean, as I, hot as it is, it looks like some damn paint. I'm gonna drive through a car wash first or something, right. see if the shit come off. Actually, I don't even know if that would be one of my first few calls, to be honest. It's not gonna be a call I make at all. That's what I'm right. saying. Like, it's not. And it's gonna rain soon. So, <laughs> no, but I'm saying if it was paint, it wasn't. I, I don't know. Like, that would be one of my calls. Like, oh, like calls. Somebody vandalized my vehicle. <laughs> no. What the fuck the police gonna do? Nothing. Oh, you got any cameras up? They gonna take no. a statement. That's <laughs> what okay. they gonna do. They gonna take a statement, and they gonna they gonna ball that shit up when they get in the car. <laughs> waste my time with this bullshit. They gonna go get a, they gonna go get something to eat after, after they take your statement. Well, what are you gonna do about it? What the fuck do you think I'm gonna do about it? Nothing. Not a damn thing, sir. <laughs> you ain't see shit, and I just got here. So yeah, what the fuck? Might, I, who am I looking for? They might shoot your ass. Having them come out, and ain't no damn crime. Y'all waste their time with that bullshit. Y'all don't. Y'all don't have no paint vandal in y'all database. No. No, nigga. <laughs> fuck you think we're gonna do? Well, let's let's take some of the paint sample. We can see what. This ain't CSI. Yeah. Was, hey, Danny, shoot this. Man. I mean, this, look, this this white paint was can only be found at the store <laughs> on Causeway. The consistency of this paint is a white Honda Accord. But what the fuck you think they gonna do? I don't know. Take your ass inside, you bro. Tell them, taste it. Y'all might <laughs> no. Y'all might know. I seen them taste it in the movies. Hey man, put your hands behind your back. You going to jail? <laughs> Well, how they be doing it? Where they uh, they touching all the evidence and stuff with their hand, they bare hands, like picking it up. <laughs> that is so funny to me. There's no CT there. <laughs> you, can't, right. you can't call Ice T. He can't do nothing. <laughs> he be having three lines. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's him. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Don't see him no more. <laughs> Why they right. do that, man? Like that? And they, they get him. they get him some bad lines too, because <laughs> you thought you could get away with this too punk, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no. You have never used that word in real life. The issue is this nigga been doing this shit for eighteen years and still confused every fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, nigga, mean, do you not know what department you work in? No. The fuck. <laughs> like, the, the fuck like, Come on bro <laughs> Alright the last Last one I got is Clearwater 7-Eleven clerk Arrested for a big gulp battery hey, What? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hey before we get Before we dissect <laughs> this How many ounces is a big gulp? Uh, it's like 76 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'm gonna be honest I never I never I never bought a big gulp before It's so a I, big I, ass soda nigga <laughs> <laughs> it's like what over a gallon boy you Damn might it. drown somebody with that 
You throw it with the top loose. <laughs> a big, a big gulp size. Boy, that nigga strong. Whoever threw it, <laughs> like throwing a water bed. This says big gulp. I think that's uh, just is a, a line of fountain drinks yeah. owned by Seven Eleven, uh, which is a reference to the original thirty-two fluid ounce drink. It has since expanded to other sizes, which at, could be at most is one hundred and twenty-eight fluid ounce. The team gulp. I ain't, nev- I ain't never seen nobody come in there and get that shit. I've seen that, but it's <laughs> the one. But you, you take that with you. That's a hard plastic cup. You take that with you. It got a handle on. That's it That's a jug, nigga. Yeah, pretty much. It's a jug, and they got a top on it with a straw that come out of it. Boy, that's wild. That is obesity. Yeah, it's always a big person carrying it. <laughs> <laughs> always, every time. I ain't never had a, a, a big cup. I always got a Polar Pop from uh, what was that? Circle K. Yeah. Styrofoam mm-hmm. cups. My father, y'all, father and I was the king of that shit, bro. We had to go and do something, bro. We would stop by the store. That nigga get a big ass uh, a polar pop. It was like 80 cents, nigga. Like, <laughs> you can drink all the red number 40 you want. Nigga. I don't know. It just never occurred to me to try to get a big gold. Like, I'm not, I know I'm not going to drink all that. So it's no point in me getting. As I got older, I realized that's way too much soda to put in your that body is at one time. too much soda. Or whatever, because ain't nobody yeah. put no water in that mama <laughs> at all. Bro. Ain't nobody put no water in that. I don't even think they got water on that goddamn machine, nigga. They do. Where you, you got to push the little tab down? Yeah, I it's on the lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You push the water thing. It's a little sticker that say water. You push that little stick down. Or if you want, or if you want sparkling water, use the sprite when you got a little tab on there too. So now your water got a little tang in it. Ain't that, a little that bit. Bullshit. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's goddamn, water with lemon. Goddamn Dasani. <laughs> nah. The sound they don't got bubbles in it. Yeah, that water got soaps coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it tastes like that. But you got to break down. So I'm, I'm assuming this is a twisted tea type situation, bro. Beat a bitch ass with the soda. Um, police said that a 35 year old Clearwater clerk, Miles Jenkins, got frustrated with a customer over payment and threw a big gulp cup filled with lemonade at her. Um, the woman told police the flying lemonade struck her left side of the head. <laughs> Uh, three other customers in the, in the store at the time told officers they witnessed the battery. Mind y'all fucking business, bro. Tattletale ass. Was it? Were there, any, were, were there any head or blood flow trauma to the head? <laughs> <laughs> was there any injuries? Bro, he almost drowned that lady. That, this battery. <laughs> that lady got up coughing. You know how mad you got to be to throw your soda at somebody, bro. Yeah. You know how much force you have to put behind that soda, right? To keep oh, the top on it. Cause as soon as the top come off, it's a mess everywhere. That flow sticky as hell. Like, so somebody else throwing food. Cause we hadn't had a thrown food in a couple weeks. Oh, Drink, man. Drinks count. Drinks count. I don't know, bro. You you throw a soda at me. I'm gonna hit your ass with something in that goddamn heat roller, bro. Whether it's a taquito or a hot dog, <laughs> I'm throwing something your, back, bro. How, how, bro. how you gonna throw that at them? You, you gonna burn your throw, damn throwing hand. something back, bro. You, you picking up with tongs to throw it at them? They're like the little sorry tongs, too. They, they got they some of that go. shit that's already prepackaged, like them nasty ass wings and shit, bro. Like I'm throwing something back at your ass, bro. I'm, I'm that's at, look, back, bro. at the recover from the lemonade. Right. That's if you can <laughs> swim. <laughs> <laughs> throwing something back. Have you have y'all ever bought the uh, the hot food at a at a gas station? Hell no. No. You have? Yeah. Oh. What what did you get? It was like the they had like little breakfast roll ups, so I get them. At what time? It was early in the morning. Early. Yeah. Okay, I've never okay, looked okay. at that food and be like, yes. 
I mean, look at everything else in there and be like, yes. That chips, yeah, nigga. I ain't going to get no goddamn hot dog or pizza. I don't uh, get no hot dog. The rolling hot dogs. I don't want that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what be killing me is like some of the little things be broke. So the one hot dog be burnt and shit on one side because it don't spin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to fix that, bro. I, don't know. I walk past them all the time and like, I'm. Hey. My hot dog shouldn't look like Harvey Dent, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> like the one side, face that nigga, boy. The one side be he be cremated. <laughs> that side that be raw, bro. My thing is, it's like it's a it's it's like a fast food place right down the street. Like you can always. get sometimes other food. Sometimes, yeah. But I mean, you're not always gonna just have just a gas station. It's usually something. I mean, some there. people don't got time to stop at two places. And, and some people actually pick them up and start eating them. As soon that's as they a get bit much. Bit, but, I'm not that greedy. I'm not saying you would do that, but, but you, I think you like do you eat, it. You eating it like it's good. So, 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 let, people, so let me ask y'all. You headed to work, you hungry, you need breakfast. You got 7 Eleven breakfast, Taco Bell breakfast. Which one you choosing? I'm going to Taco Bell. I probably go to Taco Bell. 7 Eleven got Pop Tarts in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get some chips with the stove, bro. <laughs> I'm not starting my morning with no crunch wrap, nigga. They <laughs> <laughs> got eggs and bacon. The same thing. Now, if we had to get if we had to get the breakfast food or the stuff that was on the thing, I would go to Taco Bell. That's what I'm uh, saying. It's, it's, that you, you gotta, you gotta. At least they got a dedicated breakfast. You know they cooking. Yeah. yeah. What I chefs mean, they got at Seven Eleven? No, they got <laughs> all the that microwave? stuff. All that stuff come out the yeah. All that stuff come out the freezer. And for all you know, they only they, they probably ain't washing their hands when they touching the money yeah. and stuff, bro. No. Mm. Yeah. Niggas licking their hands, touching the burgers. I will say, I will say, every time I seen somebody doing that at like a, a gas station, they always got them big gloves on. <laughs> they never form fit. <laughs> the loose ones. Them big see, the see through ones. Yeah. The moles look like moles look like loose condoms. Man, <laughs> Why don't you up. get something that fit? That shit like you shedding skin, nigga. Got <laughs> them glove on, bro. All right. Um. So that, that's all I have for Florida, man. On to some more serious topics. Kiki Palmer. <laughs> yes. Well, Kiki Palmer, her 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 baby dad, boyfriend, whatever slash whatever he is. ETC. So apparently he had an issue. <laughs> he had an issue with her showing up on stage. Are you CT there? With Usher and a. My uh, bad, P. Nah, you good. Uh, dressed, I guess what he didn't think was appropriately for uh, uh, a seductive. Like Sonic on stage. Uh, booty was out though. It was out. It was out, but it was covered by a mesh curtain. I, I mean, no issue with a it. transparent curtain. He don't. I don't think he had too much. I mean, he don't have too much grounds to stand on for. He has none. The nigga ain't got no job. <laughs> I mean, beyond the fact that he don't have a job, I, it's just you don't deserve to be respected. That's a major key. How the fuck you gonna tell somebody to what the fuck she can do and she the breadwinner? The fuck sit your ass down. So he bro. don't deserve no respect. What I got to nope. do with his respect? She picked him. You right. She, she picked him. You right. To control. <laughs> to sit the fuck down. I'm, I'm not on anybody's side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me neither, preface neither, that. Neither, I'm not on anybody's neither side. Neither are we, here. but looking at it from that perspective. But I know if angle, it was if it was yeah, my ahead. lady, I would be like, hey, why, why, why you got to have the whole ass out? Like, She had drawers on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My thing is that he he's he's seen her go out like that before. That was gonna it's say, not a shock. The difference between our wives and, and their situation is our wives have never dressed like that. No. So they wouldn't dress like that. She been dressing like that before this nigga. 
Yeah, it seems to be a little like once she blew up and then kind of came into her own, she started dressing like a grown ass woman. What do you mean when she blew up? She's been bigger. She's been on the scene since he was a. That's what I'm saying. But as she, I'm talking about as she got older. Like when she was younger, she didn't dress like that. No, I think she did. Like she wasn't like out there nah, with the Akila and the B ass whatnot. Right. No, not like that. She was but a kid. That's what we said. You said yeah. she been dressing no, like that. No, but since she been an adult, she been oh, okay. like that. Like yeah. of course she Oh, I, I mean, mean she has some more grown up outfits, but her booty wasn't out. This is the first time I ever seen it out like that. I mean, maybe, but I'm just saying like it she let, an adult. It's not like let, you're gonna look at her like she a kid. Let's also be honest. That wasn't the most egregious outfit we've seen somebody wear. Goddamn Sierra, what was that? The Oscars? Her whole ass was out. She had dental floss on in that outfit. Oh, yeah. and, and Russell Wilson was over there happier than the motherfucker. Yeah, standing right beside. So, you know what I'm saying? Well, those are different men. Exactly. Different so, so. That's the point we getting at. This sounds like an insecure situation for this nigga, bro. Okay. Well, let's play devil's advocate. If if Would you be that way about your lady in the situation? Not specifically yours, but if she decided to wear something like that out. I ain't got no smoke with it. Especially not if she already wore stuff like that. It's different if it's totally outside the realm of what she wear. I think it's Usher. I don't think it's the ass out. That's what it Usher. is. Yeah. It's Usher. That nigga is intimidated. But I wouldn't even trip about that. It's Usher, nigga. You supposed to get on the stage and have him sing to you. It's, it's a R and B ass nigga and your lady is a celebrity. If so. she gone, she gone. You got to chalk that up. <laughs> yeah. You got to go. You got to go get it up. If she gone. Like, nigga, you can't just not realize that your ass is replaceable. Like, you can't just be coming to that realization. I guess that was it. I guess he was. I ain't going to say he was looking for sympathy. But, I mean, the post, he probably should have brought that up to her. Versus trying to come out publicly and say he didn't like what she had on. She just told it to her. Yeah, but you you made yourself look look goofy when you posted that shit on and, and on social, social media because so, social media is ruthless. JP, I I be looking under his shit and everybody just quoting that Boondock shit. Everybody just all because remember the Boondocks episode where Usher took a uh, old boy Tom, lady, yeah, Tom Tom wife. Tom wife, and that's all motherfuckers clowning his yeah, ass. Yeah, but with, Usher, Usher would be like, as far as a male singer, one of the least of my worries. Yeah, yeah, that. How, how old is Kiki Vom? How uh she, she probably like 30. she probably like our age. She gotta be in a 30. Maybe a little bit younger, maybe like 29. That about what? About 10 year age difference? Yeah, but the age Usher? difference is not what make it that Usher. No, Usher got like a bunch of STDs. Herpes? We don't. That's a speculation. Yeah, allegedly. I mean the girl that came out and said <laughs> she gave him herpes. I don't even believe they've been in the same oh, place. Boy, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Where no, no offense to her, but come on now, come on. I don't think they've ever been come in the on. same place together. She, come on. She is her. Come Whoa. on. You a pack of chilies. You ain't chilies. <laughs> I, believe, I, I believe Usher can do better than you. I said it. A pack just, of chilies. Look, bro. I'm I'm calling Cap. I look, I don't know. Gave you how. I don't know. Did he sneeze on you with an outbreak? So, that that's allegedly. We don't know if that's true or not. Right. That's Usher like all women, so it don't matter. Sure. Sure. <laughs> he know. made like yours at one point. <laughs> He's you Usher. Know. What are you going to do? You going to swing on Usher? You going to walk on stage and slap him? There was a story about a guy that um 
think it was on a cruise or something and his wife was part of a magician's trick and i guess he kind of got a little handsy not not super like crazy but he did something like he held her side or something like that to move her and he went up on stage and punched the dude nigga you was you was intimidated by david blaine <laughs> you it's you bro <laughs> you better be careful that nigga make some cars fly with your ass <laughs> be careful Nigga make your ass Disappear bro You better chill out bro hey. Saw your ass in half nigga. You feel everything Hey, hey. hey you cutting me Hey 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 I thought this was fake Keep on That nigga pull ass Whooping out this hat bro hey. You better chill out be Like reach down Deep in the hat No look in there Come right yeah. over the uppercut Hey you better chill out bro That's all I know Now time for my final act <laughs> I will take this niggas. Do I have a volunteer in the crowd? <laughs> you bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Don't try this at home. <laughs> bro, you gotta go to your car and shoot this nigga, bro. You gotta go get your gun out. You on a cruise. Oh no. What gun? Oh no. Go back to your cabin. Walk the plank. Oh no. Overboard. It's, it's day one. You got six more days on this boat. Bro, you gotta go buy the biggest Invictor watch and hit this nigga in the head with it. Like. You gotta go to the ships. That shit, bro. No like you. duty shop. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a big ass bottle of Patron and hit him over the head with. My what bread. What was buddy name that used to come on um, A and E? The Magic Tricks. Wasn't that David Blaine? No, uh, he used to be in Vegas. He had like he looked. He had like um. I swear that was David Blaine. He had like shoulder length black hair. David Blaine. No, David <laughs> Blaine. Has, <laughs> David All of them got black hair. The only one I know, bro, is David Blaine. Chris Angel. Okay, the mind okay. freak. Yeah, the mind freak. Yeah, you stay away from niggas like that, man. If you if you that insecure that you get, uh, you know what I'm saying, intimidated by a magician, work on yourself, bro. Because nigga, make your girl disappear. You about to make your girl disappear? <laughs> <laughs> With this shit, bro. Yeah. And nigga, she was at an Usher concert, bro. Usher was doing Usher what Usher do, sang to people. So yeah, it's not the first time that's happened. It ain't like he he, he stuck his tongue in the mouth or some shit, bro. Nah. Like you you tripping, bro. I mean, you should be mad if your girl get on the stage with R. Kelly. That's what you well, should be mad about. Well, back when it was happening, that's she, what you be mad about because she, she gonna do something nasty on that stage. I think she a little too old for uh, R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Never stop. Never stop. Never stop. Never stop. <laughs> I couldn't resist, huh? I stopped. I couldn't resist. I stopped. I, I ain't finished the joke. I, I, I cut it out. I, yeah, yeah. JD was on a fast break, boy, from the dunk, baby. He did. He did. Man, you look, you tossed that shit up to me. You think I wasn't going to catch it, bro? Hey. Yeah, you don't, you don't let your girl get on stage, bro. And drop the hammer. Well, I, I found a story. It says um, Ben Murphy. Uh, Australian TV host and magician was attacked during his performance on the Royal Caribbean cruise on March 1st. Uh, during the trick, Murphy set, uh, and the volunteers sat with folded playing cards sticking out their mouths as Murray leaned in for a kiss as part of a trick where the magician will swap cards to the other's mouth. Um, he then att- attempted to take the card out of his mouth, but, uh, but his eyes, seen on a large screen, widened as a member of a crowd believed to be the woman's partner charged the stage and pushed the entertainer to the floor. All right, that's a bit much. Yeah, you, you. He broke the touch barrier at that point. Yeah, and he about to kiss your lady on the mouth. That was a uh, creepy ass trick, right? Yeah, but and, not, your, and your lady not supposed to be like. I don't think he was literally oh, no. going to kiss her on the mouth. He made it seem like yeah. he was. Man. Don't get too close. 
But now at the same time, the other nigga done ruined the cruise. Now you stuck in your room the whole time, bro. No, you, you, you in, in jail. You in boat jail. Yeah, dude. you in jail. You done spend all that money to to be locked up. Be locked up. <laughs> <laughs> locked yeah. up abroad, nigga. <laughs> Alcatraz, nigga. <laughs> so, I don't know. And do they lock people up on the open seas? Like when you get in trouble on the cruise, you. I've never got in trouble on the cruise. I don't, do York, I don't know. I, I paid too much to be on this hey, boat. Boy, that part. I just said so, that uh, out loud. Thought. I would assume that that they got something like, like a, a little cruise jail. Like a little cruise <laughs> they jail. got cruise they jail. Got, they got to. You go to jail. I never seen cruise police, so I didn't know. It's probably more like one of like a stateroom or something. They put you in, but you can't get out of it. Lock on the outside. Yeah, you you <laughs> you on house arrest, uh, right. a boat arrest. You. You know, you can only you can probably keep getting drinks if you got the drink pass. Well, I mean, you paid for it, so the least you can let me do is get drunk in this cell. <laughs> <laughs> so this ain't real jail anyway. Yeah, it's gonna be real jail when you yeah. get off. When your ass maybe when your ass port, you go into real jail. But you know, what can you do? So, but yeah, anything else about this this situation? Is it the nigga goofy? Yeah, you gotta chill, my boy. She been dressing like that. Yeah, I understand yeah, where you're coming go. from, though. You don't like it, but you better learn to like it. Well, you can leave. <clears throat> we know you ain't doing that. So no, don't don't give up your golden brick, boy, my hey, boy. Look, he ain't even got it. He in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, there was no there was no way for him to win this keep, one. At keep all. this up, nigga. She she like mm. you till she don't, nigga. Keep it up. It's true. Keep it up. We seen more prestigious niggas lose they bitches, bro. Look. So that's a whole other topic. Tread lightly. It's your tread now, so. All right. So, um, on a more serious topic, um, this past week the Supreme Court basically ruled against uh, affirmative action. Uh, they kind of over overturned the the use of that. Pretty much going forward, unless they reconvene at another point and go back in a different direction, but. Um, what do you guys think of that situation? What's that nigga impact? name? Is it is it Clarence Thomas? That is exactly his name. I fucking hate this guy. Like nigga, <laughs> you are where you are because of affirmative action. Like yeah, the fuck. Basically, what he's doing is climbing a ladder and then pulling the ladder up. It's not he setting that bitch on fire. He's burning the ladder so that bitch turns into ash. So. I will say, even if he did vote the other way, it would still would have been five to four. I think it was six to three that they voted, so they had to get at least one more to flip it the other way. Which we knew wasn't gonna happen, but it's just the fact that that nigga, the pot calling the kettle black, bro. Like that nigga is the definition of an Uncle Tom to me. Definitely for this, and like this shit, we we going backwards, bro. And like how they painted it, they painted it like. <clears throat> like you know kids that want to go to Harvard won't be discriminated against based on their race right mm-hmm. they won't be allowed entry into the school based on their race but they misrepresented at Harvard anyway no well, yeah even with mm-hmm. that being there even with affirmative action well one of so, the things that I saw is that um uh just some studies that they did over the years they said that some like a lot of colleges didn't necessarily use uh, affirmative action to get their minority students like they, they were use still location huh and they use like zip code i think it was in- income i think it was income mixed with zip code, mm. something like that some kind of formulation that we use to try to get lower class people 
into their schools that had disadvantaged situations. So they wouldn't necessarily like choose somebody based on race. It would be all these other factors that would be included in it. But now that this is gone, it means that they don't have to do that in the first place, like at all. This shit is a joke, bro. Like we are starting just, to look like people of color are getting less and less rights. Bro, we are we going backwards, bro. It's only a matter of time before they try to bring Jim Crow back, bro. Like with the with the yeah. redlining and the gerrymandering <clears throat> oh, and, yeah. and all this mm-hmm. shit going on, bro. Like the the voter suppression laws in Georgia and all this shit. Now you got affirmative action being taken away, bro. Like I will say, it was it like in colleges and stuff, but it also affects like jobs and everything too. I it a hundred percent affects yeah, jobs, for sure. Which I I don't know I don't know how much of that is a factor necessarily for for us because we weren't that big of a a percentage of what affirmative action like affected in the first place. I think one of the biggest benef- beneficiaries of affirmative action was like women and white women. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> <I'm dating>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact though, bro. Like yeah. majority of this shit, they are they are you know what I'm saying? They be the main ones benefiting from this shit, bro. White women. But I will say like so when this this has been stirring for a long time as far as affirmative action and one of the biggest leaders in terms of trying to get this revoked was this Asian guy that got denied admission into one of the Ivy League schools. I believe it was Harvard. So he pointed to affirmative action as taking away his seats that he could have if he if they weren't guaranteed to like certain races and ethnicities. But you're a minority. Right. He is, but I guess he felt like his merit was more than the merit of the people that were getting in because they were only getting in because of the affirmative action. But the thing First, is, it's an Ivy League school. You don't get in unless they pick you. Yeah, exactly. You still have to have qualifications to get in there. Yeah, you have to qualify for a school in the first place. You have to be competitive with other students. To yeah, get. First of all, you got to be legacy. Most of the time, you're legacy. Well, that's the big issue now that it's going to, like, affirmative action is going to be repealed. <clears throat> the fact that all these legacies that have some kind of connection to the college are going to get in over kids that probably should from minority groups. Well, they're going to get in anyway because their parents normally give to give back to the school. So that's just not gonna stop. But that um, that's not necessarily a key part of the Ivy League shit either. Just because your parents donate, the, them bitches still hard to get into. Like I, sure, I was just watching, you know, because it, it was just Ivy League week, what a couple couple weeks ago or some shit, or last month or some shit. So you know, everybody was posting their shits, and I was watching motherfuckers just like declined, declined, waitlisted. I'm like, motherfuckers applied to all of them, and you might get. A wait list on one bro i'm like that shit crazy and it was you know me i was only watching the black people i don't yeah fuck about the mother niggas but <laughs> now it's gonna be less of that shit bro like this shit just baffles <clears throat> me dog and they they their main argument was they they tried to make it seem like racism isn't a thing or, or affirmative action is racist or some shit and i'm just like are y'all is this a joke? Like, uh, are y'all trolling or, or do y'all really just not understand? I don't think they care to understand. You yeah. know they don't. I don't think it's an understanding thing. I think people can only see what's in front of them. And so if they if something yeah. is affecting them, then they don't care what happens to everybody else outside of that. Yeah. Which is, mm. that goes back to my initial statement about fucking, was it, Senator Thompson or whatever, Judge Tom, whatever that bitch Clarence is. Thomas. Thomas. That bitch. <laughs> what the fuck his name is or whatever his title is, bro. Yeah. Like, how can 
Crab, you a crab in a fucking bucket, bro. Like this shit just blows my fucking mind. And he bro. out the bucket. Exactly. You made it. You put you don't put the fucking lid on the bucket, bro. Why? Like, why would you not want to see other people of color make it to where you are? I'm not saying give them anything. Everybody has to earn everything. But give them a fucking chance. Give them a chance to perform though. And like that, that's really all we want, bro. That's all minorities, people of color, hell, white women. All, all we fucking want is a chance, a fair shot. And it seems like every time y'all motherfuckers meet about some shit, you, you're taking some shit away from us. You, you're taking our chance away to do some shit, bro. Like, yeah, just moving the measuring stick. Man, the measuring yeah. stick, nigga. They they moving the whole fucking field. Yeah, we I mean, playing yeah. baseball. They playing soccer. And I misspoke earlier because it was only for colleges and not for. Uh, in the workplace, no. see, he says not for in the workplace. Yeah, it's just for colleges, but it still yeah. kind of trickles down to the work workforce because now you won't have that less many. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah less qualified mm-hmm. people of color and minorities and, yeah. and women and shit. So it it still affects the the workforce. So that's I, why we need our own schools. Well, that's true, but you got to think about what, like in terms of connections and things like that, that people use those Ivy League schools for. No matter what. Prestigious college you went to a black college, it's not going to give you the same connections that you would want to get at the Ivy League school. Sure, but if you can't get in there, yeah. So I mean, according to this, it says only five percent of undergraduates at the nation le- nation's leading research universities are black. Can it be mm-hmm. less than that? Only fourteen percent of undergraduates at those universities are Latino. Nearly forty-eight percent are white. That's a that's a misrepresentation. We're misrepresented in that space. Judging off that pie graph you just read. Misrepresented in that space. That means a lot of us ain't getting into the school. Cause if you get into Harvard, you smart. You're you're probably gonna graduate. Yeah. Now it was something that I seen on the opposite side from um it was a I have to find it again, but it was from a um, it was from a website, but it was one of those websites that kind of support the other side <laughs> against not having uh, affirmative action, like eliminating it. And it was basically saying that it was basically saying the percentage of white students that attend college is like thirty eight percent, and the percentage of black students that attend college is like thirty seven percent, or maybe it was vice versa, one or two, like it was flipped. And it was saying because of that, that affirmative action needed to be ended because the percentages were the same amongst communities. But when you're talking about percentages versus black versus white, like if you're talking about population, it's only black people, only 15 percent of the U.S. population. So if you break that percentage down to the other like 60 percent that white people are, you're talking about what? 100,000 black kids versus 1.2 1.2 million white kids that's getting into schools, no matter what the percentage is that's getting in. So it's still a disparity. <laughs> yeah, it's still a disparity. <laughs> so it's like you picking and choosing different statistics to fit what you want. Yeah. That you want I to mean, see everybody does that. That's, right. that's, that's, that's you what can, you do. You can find a statistic that will support your narrative. Exactly. It's possible. Yeah, but you got to use some CT to figure out what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. real talk, too. I mean, you could just talk through it with that. It's just like there's most more. People, most people just read it for what it is instead of yeah. like, looking at what. Instead of really breaking down what they're saying like, or look, what's really happening. If you look at all these decisions and legislations that's being made, they're not using CT, bro. <laughs> they, they're, CT is not an equation in this shit. No. So. 
It's mm. just keep the keep the niggas down. Exactly. I guess we should kind of let everybody know what we mean by CT. I just thought about that. We've used it a lot this episode. CTE. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it stands for. When we say CT, we talking about critical thinking. Oh, I thought it was that. critical theory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Sauce you up on that one. <laughs> True. But. Ain't that's what they've been saying with CRT? <laughs> Don't even get me started yeah. on that shit, yeah. bro. It's, we just, we're, we're, the, America is regressing at, so, at, at, at an exponential rate at this point. So it's it's something I see. It's, uh, it's a website, another one that has um, 10 myths about affirmative action. The first myth is that the only way to create a colorblind society is to adopt colorblind policies. So that would be like eliminating affirmative action. No, to make we sure. don't need to adopt colorblind policies. We need to recognize that people are different. Exactly. The world, the, the United States does not need to be one big bowl of mashed potatoes. It needs to be a salad. Every piece of the salad is different and it serves a different role. That's what we need to be like. Plus, plus, just because you don't see color. Don't mean somebody else don't. Uh, one of another one is affirmative action has not succeeded in increasing female and minority representation, which that's extremely false. Yeah, what? Um, another one is affirmative action may have been necessary thirty years ago, but the playing field is fairly level today. Myth. What? What? What fucking playing field? Where? Myth. We playing two different sports. Cap. <laughs> fuck is y'all talking about? We running the same race, but yeah, y'all had a fucking what, like four hundred year head start, nigga. The fuck? The public doesn't support affirmative action anymore. That one is wrong because I think it was like seventy percent said that they were in favor of affirmative action. Um, a large percentage of white workers will lose out if affirmative action is continued. How? How? This they have jobs. With, what? How? Okay. Um, if Jewish and Asian Americans can can rapidly advance economically, African Americans should be able to do the same. All right, bro, you got it. Hands tied behind our back. That's a big mess. <laughs> this next one: you can't cure discrim- discrimination with discrimination. What? How? How? <laughs> what? Yeah, and you can't put out a fire with the fire. See how that shit don't make sense either? Shut the fuck up. I mean, bro. anybody can put words together. Right. <laughs> hey, that doesn't make any sense. Guns don't kill people. <laughs> right. Yeah. People kill people. With guns, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, people really feel that way. And it's unfortunate. Uh, support for affirmative action means support for preferential selection uh, selection procedures that favor unqualified candidates over qualified candidates. Stop the You cap. still have what? to have all the fucking qualifications to get into these Ivy League schools. Stop They're not the accepting fucking Joaquin with a 2.5 GPA. The fuck? Because he can tackle. It's you, you stupid, just, bro. You just don't get in the schools. It, like, this is dumb. You don't go to Stanford because you're good at tackling and you're a good running back. You go to Stanford because you have the grades, and it just so happens you can play football. Yeah. But then you also have Bartholomew that can get into Harvard because his dad was the owner of whoever. That's true. With a 2.5 GPA. Yeah, that's true, too. Mm -hmm. But he'll normally fail out. He won't stay in there. 
I don't think so. They they find a way to to get out of school. stop But yeah, so it's just myths and different things associated with it that definitely aren't true or that are spread out there that cause this to kind of get these fringe movements movements and get people into kind of canceling this out so that we end up at a disadvantage in the long run. Or at least behind the people that's fighting for it. <clears throat> this shit just this shit just baffles me, bro. Like Every time you turn on the TV, bro, something's been taken away. I just don't. Yeah, it's, it's, it's discouraging after a while. They're just keeping their foot on our neck. That's all it is. All right, so um, moving on to the last mm-hmm. topic of the, the, the pod is um, something we've been about to bring up the past couple of weeks, but we want the full table to be here. Um, and that's just about uh, punishment and childhood kind of uh, discipline when you're a kid and how it affects you going into teenage years and in adulthood. So um, obviously us being four, four dads at the table, um, our kids are going to be reaching an age where they're getting in trouble with different things. And we obviously have those conversations about how to discipline them and how what's the best situation. Um, obviously we were raised a certain way and our parents are raised a certain way, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to raise our kids that way. Um, so what are y'all thoughts on that? Um, no, I agree. Um, cause I mean, of course, like you mentioned, we, we grew up getting whooped, spanked, you know, belts, all that stuff. But, um, now I'm a dad of two girls. I don't like just revert to, you know, open hand and, you know, spanking her, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I go out my way to talk and get an understanding on her using, was she using CT at that time? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just asking questions and stuff. And But, you know, on a serious note, ask her questions. Um, find out where she is emotionally. You know, find out what's going on with her mentally. And if there's something going on at school, probe even deeper and um, then go from there. But if it's something that's, like, repetitive, I'll go to resort to taking her game away or just make her turn the TV off and find, get, make her read a book or something or find something else to do. Make her think about what you've done, and yeah, go from there. I wouldn't. I don't know. Well, yeah. See, you. Yeah. You have the older. You know, you, your child is the oldest of the group, so you know. Yeah. yeah you at that age where y'all yeah. can, you know, what I'm saying, establish things and and you know, what I'm saying, talking and stuff like that. Me right. personally, like, when my daughter gets, you know, what I'm saying, wild and out of control, like it's just something, and I don't know where this came from. It's just something that I started. Well, you know, what I'm saying, I would. I would say, hey, let's go have a talk. And so, you know, it's just be me yeah. and her. We, we'd go into my office, close the door, sit on the floor, have her sit in front of me, and then just be like, you know, take a deep breath. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. A couple deep breaths, relax. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and so now, yeah. you know, it's, it's and like I said, it's something that I, I just started because my and my daughter was, you know, she, she she's finna be two, you know, terrible two. So she, and also, you know, it's my daughter. So, you know, she's still with emotions and everything. So, you know, I, oh, I started yeah. that. And so now... Like if she gets, you know, worked up or, or anxious or, or out of control about something, you know, like do we need to have it? We need to go have a talk. And nine times out of ten, she's gonna say yes. So we, you know, we wherever we at, I try to, you know, seclude it so that it's just me and her, so she can just focus on me. And you know, I just like I said, I tell her take a deep breath. You know, are you calm now? Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'd be like, you know, give me a hug. 
And then you, me and her got a little handshake. You know, you're like, you know, high five. You know, give me a pound of the elbow. And then we, you know what I'm saying, we we go back out and, and, and settle down. You know what I'm saying? I, and I call it, no, I call it resetting. So I was like, Let, let's reset and just chill. Now, there are some times where, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I have, you know what I'm saying, popped to my daughter. But it, it's never been anything egregious or super hard. It's been something real quick. And nine times out of ten, it's on her pamper anyway. So I'm not. On skin or You know what I'm saying If, if it's skin contact Then I, I give her a quick thump But 9 times out of 10 Yeah It ain't Gotta get that far Cause We gonna reset We gonna talk We gonna hug it out And then we gonna calm down And, and, and just rock out that way But Yeah I don't I'm, I'm with you JP like Growing up How we grew up with the The whoopings and all that Like I ain't got time for that And I don't think it's effective it is, so, a, yeah. You know, yeah. Kudos, kudos to you, man. Because uh, as you, as you, yeah, she gets older, and you get older. She's gonna respect you more. And then when she, as she get older, and she gets to those moments when she's starting to understand her own feelings more, she's gonna be more comfortable to talk to you and not talk to anyone else. <laughs> you yeah. know. And my whole thing is, I just want yeah. my daughter to feel like it's a safe space. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of if yeah. you've been acting out or not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm still gonna discipline you. We gonna, you know, there's gonna be consequences for your actions. But I don't ever want you to feel like you're not safe with, with me or your mom. You know what I'm saying? Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I always want you to be able to come to us about anything, no matter what it is. Like I said, there'll always be, you know, repercussions and, and, and consequences for your actions. But still, the fact that I still want you to, to feel like you can come to me. So that that's where I'm at with it. Um, you know, I, I tried uh, a lot of different things because I felt like I was just getting frustrated too fast with my son. Like, yeah, um, I was just getting frustrated and being angry. And, you know, what I try not to do is discipline him when I'm upset. Like when he does something, I'm upset. I walk away, come back to it and we talk about it. But now when he does stuff, it doesn't really make me mad, per se. Like if he does something at daycare, it doesn't really make me mad. But I wanted to try all different angles. Right. So. You know, I was talking to my dad, and my dad was like, hey, you too hard on him. You need to let him breathe a little bit. He a little kid, blah, blah, blah. So I tried the, I tried the, uh, the gentle parenting thing. Like, I, I tried it, and it, it wasn't effective for me. You know what I'm saying? Because not, not so much at home. I mean, it worked okay at home, but when he goes to the daycare, you know, that's a different set of rules there, right? So they can't do what I can do. They can't, you know, they don't have the time to like single out just one child, you know, the whole day and pay attention to his behavior as much as I would at home. So I noticed that that wasn't really effective. And like my my son, you got to kind of be on him. You know what I'm saying? When he's doing stuff, you got to you gotta mean what you say and say what you mean. And, you know, he has a lot of not really nice teachers at the daycare. So, you know, they're talking to him nice and all that stuff. He's all hyped up on Mountain <laughs> Dew, bro. Like, <laughs> you're not going to get his attention that way. So there has yeah. been a couple times where I had to go up there and we went in my truck. And I had to actually whoop him, spank him, I should say. Not whoop him, spank him. Because I yeah. normally just use my hand on yeah. his backside. So it's it's nothing crazy, it's nothing egregious or anything yeah. like that. It was way less than what I used to get. Um, why you, why you send him to go get a switch? That's <laughs> child abuse. That's why, you know you, and and nowadays I just don't think it's necessary to be yeah. honest to be whooping your kids like that, and it makes them immune to it. 
Because eventually you whoop a kid so much, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. That shit ain't going to have no effect on them. Right. They start getting numb from it. And and you have to find other ways around that, whether it's a timeout. Um, because I do think timeout does work. Yeah. But you have to mean what you say and say what you mean. A lot yes. of people say, because one thing that I have an issue with, with children, like with my children or my child is his memory. He has short term memory. Like when he does something, if you don't handle it right then, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Out of his memory. Yeah. So when you come up there at the end of the day and wanting to whoop him for something, he's like, he's confused. He's like, what are you whooping me for? Like, I, I thought I had a good day today. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, man, yeah. you choked somebody today. And he was like, that was weeks ago. Like, no, you did that today. And he's like, I, I don't remember that. Or then he'll just come up with a story real quick to try to make himself not be the villain. Yeah. So it's like, it, that's the conundrum you have when your child's away from you when they're doing stuff. But like, in the house, it, it's a little bit easier. You can just tell them, hey, come here, sit down. You just need to sit down. Because sometimes they just get all hyped up and they're playing. They're doing 10,000 things all at once. And you don't really have to whoop them. Sometimes you just have to sit them down or redirect them. Yeah. Yeah. And to build off something you said, G, because I'm, like I said, like like me and my, my daughter have established this 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 routine that we do. But I, just like you, I, I had to realize that I... When I'm upset or irritated that I, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not at my best. I'm not, you know, we, we don't have that connection because I'm I'm irritated or upset. And like I said, I'm I'm still working on that because there are times where like my daughter is, you know, attached to her mama at the hip. So if her mom step outside or if her mama is sleeping and, and she feels like, you know, it's it's our time now that, you know, she need to be with her mama, then she just goes into this rage of fit and just screaming and and flailing and all this stuff and for a long time like and even still at moments like it would just get under my skin like i would just be fuming on the inside and then i would lash out a bit like you know start yelling or something and that's not my like i said my daughter's too that's just gonna make her scream louder so i i have to calm myself down first and then i can you know i can establish that connection we can reset and then we can go color or we can go watch Coco Melon. We can go, you know what I'm saying, outside to eat a popsicle or something. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I had just like you said, man, I, I had yeah, to I learn that stuff, them. man. You gotta not not even not even just redirect them. You you gotta make sure you in a good state. Cause you can't yeah. you can't discipline your child when you upset. No. Cause that's how you end up abusing them. Facts. <laughs> you you get you get yeah. angry and yeah. they do something and they may and well it, they may have done something that deserves a whooping. But if you're angry about what they did, you can tend to take it too far. So and it and nowadays you can't whoop kids no more. You're not supposed to. Yeah, and that's um, and that's like verbally too. Same yeah. thing, same yeah. effect. But man, sh- oh, hold and on, let's I, let's reset. And I'm not <laughs> I'm a big advocate <laughs> of cursing at kids. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, like you because you don't want your kids to talk like that to other kids at the daycare. Mm-hmm. And I've I've heard I've seen studies where you know when you whoop your kids they take it out on kids in the daycare you whoop your kids a lot they take it out on kids in the daycare so you really have to use that moderately you really have to moderate that mm-hmm. uh, timeout does work that's a myth <laughs> when they say timeout don't work timeout does work but you got to be committed to it you right. can't yeah. if you cave before you know you said the allotted time then they ain't gonna take that shit serious so. No. Like you said, man, you got to say what you mean and mean what you say. Right. 
You got to be consistent. Discipline is built on consistency. So as long as you're consistent with stuff. Yeah. So as you, as, as you're, as our kids get older, how do you straddle that line between tough love and discipline and making sure that they are behaving the way they're supposed to be? The way I see it personally, tough love is not physical. Tough love is accountability. Yeah. Tough love is is making sure that they understand. Yeah, you you know what I'm saying? If, if you if you feel like you're growing, you want to do this, bro. Yeah. Just know that <clears throat> actions come with this. You know what I'm saying? You ain't just finna get off scotch free. And actions are not gonna not gonna be me putting my hands on you. That's, Cause that number one, that's the easy way out. Like that's they want that. Oh, I can just get this whooping real quick and then I can I move gotta do on. what I wanna do. That that ain't it. The negative, sir. Yeah, you thought yeah. incorrect. Go get them scissors. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> go get them scissors and go outside and cut the grass with scissors. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't and me personally, I started this cause you know I the, the twins were, were were part of my outside of my nieces and nephews. Like the twins also were basically like my first two kids. And I it's a running joke. I'm like, they're my oldest two kids, bro. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's my nephews, bro. So like with them, you know what I'm saying? They they got whooped and it showed that that wasn't affecting them no more. So now what I do, you know what I'm saying? Like it, like for instance, Father's Day, they they were doing something and I was like, you know what? Grab your shoes. I, I, they grab their shoes. They put their shoes on. I grabbed the, one of them them uh, speed ladders, and we started running, bro. Get to work. We started running. Like I'm not gonna put my hands on you. So you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna channel this 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 energy, this this anger or whatever y'all got going on, bro. We gonna channel mm-hmm. into something that's productive. So we gonna put some work in. You should have grabbed the broom. Hey, get the broom. Sweep the sun off the sidewalk. Like I ain't I'm not doing that. <laughs> you that, see sun on the sidewalk? <laughs> keep sweeping. That's just ridiculous. Keep sweeping. I, I they gonna size you up like what? Yeah, it's, a, it's at least gonna What's be something. Then? Something that's. <laughs> it's gonna be at least something that benefits them or benefit my daughter. I ain't just gonna have them out there doing meaningless tasks. Nigga. It ain't meaningless. <laughs> Sweep the sun off the sidewalk. Yeah. They'll be clean. Sidewalk be clean. Get them scissors. Cut that grass with scissors, and it all better be even. And I, I got a lawn man. Well, <laughs> that's yeah, the, the funny other, part. The other side of that is that. At a certain point, do you think that it would drive kids away, like in terms of discipline? Look, we got to do we, something. I, no, I, I know we definitely, we definitely do, but I'm saying like in terms of like how you think about it, because you obviously from from our time, kids wanted to kind of get away from their parents, or in times where they were being um, whipped or 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 punished or whatever. Well, it needs to be a balance. It depends on the discipline. If it's if it's just Cruel and, and and physical all the time. Then yeah, they they gonna they gonna hate you. But they, they gonna can, hate you, and they're they're <clears throat> strong chance that they all gonna run away. But they can yeah. hate you from verbal verbal um that as well. If if you verbally you cursing dis- your kids out, cursing your kids out, <laughs> degrading yeah. your kids, telling them they ain't shit or, or, or something like that, then yeah. Like where we seen like like black parents would would cut their kids hair off at the top oh, see, and send that. them to school like that. I hated that. Why would you do that? I or I done seen a couple where they were like, oh, well, my son was acting a, a clown in school, and then they the parent dressed up as a clown and sat with the kid at school. I'm like, how is this helping them? I don't think embarrassing them is the way either. At all. Like, that's quite the opposite. So there, there has to be a balance. When they do stuff good, you have to reward them, and you have to be consistent with it. 
Even if, because you know, our biggest thing is yeah, when we were growing up, if you did good once, you could always do it. And it wasn't really incentivized anymore after the first couple of times you did it. But I think with these kids now, you got to incentivize everything. Some kind of way. You got to incentivize everything for them. And you have to let them know that they're doing a good job. You got to tell them. And then when they're doing bad, you got to tell them also. You got to make sure your kids feel appreciated. You got to make sure your kids feel seen. If you just, well, this is what you're supposed to do. That ain't it, bro. Like, that's what we grew up on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That, that was our upbringing. Was, Don't you know, ask why. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you had good grades, but that's what you're supposed to do. Like, that right. ain't it. That um, that ain't the way, bro. Because for some kids, it, it's re- school is really difficult. Like, every kid is just not a genius. And some, some children work really, really hard to get good grades. It doesn't come natural to every kid. So you, you have to incentivize that and you have to be consistent with it. And I allow my son to ask why. Because That's good. you need to understand why I feel the way I feel. If I'm telling you something, you need to understand why so it'll make sense. Because when we were young, you don't talk back. Why is talking back? Oh, yeah, you can't question. You can't question nothing. <laughs> yeah. You can't question mama. You can't question daddy. They said what they said, and they said it, and they ain't going to say it again. But for me, now, for my son, I, I always wondered why. You know what I'm saying? Why are you saying this to me? Like, And as I got older, my dad was really good with explaining why. As yeah. I got older, but when I was a kid, it's just what it was. Because I said so. Because I said so. But now I want to teach my son now to understand why I move the way I move and I tell him what he needs to do that also helps with their communication skills and helps build a, a positive and, and trust and dialogue yeah which is needed so because every time i pick him up from daycare i try to ask him what his day was like even though it's kind of like a, a cat following the laser he all over mm-hmm. the place yeah but i'm like what'd you do today i asked pointed questions what'd you learn today um what did you play with your friends today did you what did you eat for lunch like you yeah. know things like that just so we can talk and then he'll be all over the place like you ever listen to a toddler tell a story yeah you don't know what happened you really don't know what happened they just all over the place but getting him used to telling me about his day exactly. because i want him to know that i actually care then it gets to a point when they repeat the same story hold up hold up i'm gonna stop the truck we're gonna start the car real quick yeah that happened yesterday what happened today right well what actually happened and that's why i try to ask very pointed questions (laughs) very pointed questions so it doesn't leave a whole lot of opening for a lot of extra stuff i mean even though my son is three so he's gonna put all that in there i was gonna say because my daughter you know i pick up from daycare how was your day nine times out of ten she's not gonna tell me how her day was because she just be she needs to decompress all right Mm -hmm. cool so you know we get in the car what you want to listen to you know you want to listen to skip to my lou you want to listen to taylor swift so we we rock out a little bit, you know what I'm Love saying? It. And then by the time we get home, she she ready to talk. And then we just be, sometimes I don't know what she be talking about, but I be invested. You know what oh, I'm right, saying? Like today, my wife was asleep, you know what I'm saying? Me and her was on the ground coloring and she was telling me about choo-choo trains and all this yeah. other stuff. And I be invested you know too. You know, we had a, a long conversation. I I just want her to be used to talking to us. So yeah, you know, I don't I don't want them not to count y'all days because it's gonna be days where she's he, both he and she gonna be asking some serious questions like whoa whoa what huh? yeah hmm? give me a give me a moment get but, back to you <laughs> know I got I got sons bro so I I get to tell them the yeah. raw and uncut version yeah I mean y'all do too yeah but 
I got I got I got a son, bro. So I get to tell him all the tricks of the trade. Yeah, you better so, you, and you better not cut no corners. I ain't with gonna him cut neither. no corners. Don't I'm cut no corners with him. So do you think that you parent based on the positive experience of your childhood or more on the negative side? Were Ooh. you trying to compensate for that or what I didn't for like it's both is what I try to fix with me and my son. What I didn't like between me and my dad because I always when I was a kid I used to think that my dad wasn't listening to me even though he just worked a full day he was tired I understand where he was coming from now you know what I'm saying but my son still deserves my attention so what I try to do with him is I try to listen to him I try to let him talk to me I you know I try to make sure he knows that I'm paying attention and now he needs me for everything so you know he wants to tell me everything when he goes to the bathroom I'm the one I gotta help him yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he mm-hmm. he needs me. Yeah. See, was, go ahead, JP. No, I would say for me it's a little bit of both, and I would say more of the negative. I'm not gonna disclose who, who who did what, but you know, but I just had a lot of negative experiences where I wasn't being heard as a child and when I spoke up, oh no, no, this this didn't happen. It did happen. And, and this carried all the way through middle school and high school. And I was like, Yeah, I know what not to do to my children. So just just listen, just actively listen and just respond, and just be present. For yeah. me, I, I, yeah. it's it's a just like like JP just said, it, it's kind of a combination or, or a mixture between both. You know, I didn't. I'm I'm the youngest of three, and so you know, my parents had already you know experienced you know the first two kids, and it's a it's a it's a decent age gap between me and my siblings, so. My parents had already, you know, they they were a little older at that time. They had experience, you know, being parents. So they they kind of knew. I'm not necessarily more or oh, knew everything because we all parents at this table. Nobody knows everything. As it's on the job but training. Nigga. They they had they had years under their belt. So, you know, they they kind of parented me different than they did my sisters to a certain extent. Not only because, of course, I was a boy, they two girls, but. Just because, you know, they they also, just like the question you just asked us, they kind of did the same thing. They learned from their mistakes and, and you know, things that worked with my sisters. They tried things that didn't work. They tried to correct. So I kind of try to do that same thing, you know, kind of a, a melting pot in, in between the both of them so I can, you know, just just feel like I'm I'm being the, the best dad to my ability. Because at the end of the day, that's all our goals is just to, you know, parent the best way that we can. And make sure that our, our kids can and they they feel that you know we love them we we see them we hear them they're respected and everything like that man so you know this is my first time hey <laughs> I, i'm new on the job like so you 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 have to give me a little bit of leeway even though they don't care about that they just yeah. want you to be they just want you to do what you're supposed to do for them that's and, it and that's fine i plan on doing that you know i will say that one um Culturally, like our, our, obviously our parents lived a very different life than we did. Yes. Especially growing up. And so some of that, some of that experience of, of discipline and stuff that they got from their parents, they kind of passed down to us because they, uh, it's like, what they knew. Yeah. It's what you know. Plus it's what you think that works based on where you came from. Right. Um, and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, um, parents from that generation of the parents of our parents, um, didn't have open dialogue with their children as far as far as conversations to say, hey, sit down. This is what's going on. This is why this is happening. This is why 
you're being punished. This is why you're in trouble. None of that really happened. It was more just discipline and and from a place of fear versus kind of understanding. And I think as the generations goes along, they see those different things and they've changed from that fear to a little bit more of understanding to more just kind of talking through conversations and things like that. Yeah. Um, I agree with you wholehearted, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Do you do you think it's appropriate to 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 I don't know if rule your household is the right word, but kind of oversight over oversee your household with uh like a fear present, like a fear. Um, no, no, because you, you naturally are gonna do that anyways because they're your parents, so you don't have to. I mean, your kids gonna like. Right. Uh, well, it's different when you have girls. You have to handle that completely different. You don't want your your daughters to be scared of you because they're gonna be young women one day. Yeah, you but you don't want your son to be scared of you either. No, I definitely understand that too, and. I think fear I think the the word fear is probably misplaced cuz like if you whoop your kid like they're going to be scared of that they're going to be scared of the pain right they're going to be scared of you know getting a whooping but if you don't do it all the time and you threaten them with it it's actually a good threat when it works but you also don't want them you want that to be a last resort yeah. it's like look if I'm I'm getting ready to beat you like and you, and you have to use your words right too like pow pow spank you have to use different words. You don't want to like. To me, it just words have so much meaning. So it's yeah. like you don't want them to be. You don't want to be telling your kid, "I'm gonna beat your ass." You know what I'm saying? <sighs> even though they may deserve it, even though that's what we heard. Yeah. You know, you really don't really want to sound like a savage. And I think you know they'll have some kind of fear of you if if you're dad. You know what I'm saying? Some kind of fear. I don't think it's necessarily a fear. I think what you want is you want. Your household caution. to be respected. Yeah, the, the, it's a not respect. Feared. Yeah, you want that respect that you and know, a caution. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> not a fear, because if you if if your kids are scared of you, they're not gonna tell you shit. Yeah, they're, they're just gonna, gonna do gonna, everything they want to do behind your back. You're gonna have you're not gonna have a good relationship with your child, male or female. They're they're not gonna tell you anything. They're gonna just do stuff behind your back, and then they're gonna leave and never come back. And then whooping your kids after a certain age is useless. Like, I think once they get, I don't know, by 10, you should be done whooping them. Like, to yeah. me, you shouldn't yeah. have to whoop them anymore. See, and it made me think, like, with, 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 with Faith, like, most I've done was probably thumps. And that was back when she was, like, three or four. Right, that's a long time ago. Like, And now, that's when they still learning the building blocks of their attitude. And what's okay to get away with and what's not okay to get away with. Now she knows. That's already been taught. Not through the thumps, but through the conversations. And then sometimes, like, I'm at the point now, I just got to stretch my eyes. I'm like, what you doing? Right. <laughs> Every parent should get there. <laughs> what you doing? Because now I don't have to doing? put my hands on you because you're not oblivious yeah. of how you're acting. Exactly. Or you got to do, hey. Yeah. Yeah. That right there. Hey. And that shut it down. Hi. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you got to raise your voice. You know what I'm saying? But but, but you're them. not you're not braiding them you're not yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. you just hey hey chill out with that hey well, I got another, I got another one. I don't feel like doing this right now well you know I don't feel like doing what you like to do would like to do but I do it hey we go on. yeah that <laughs> get, that, get, that right there that that's spicy right there yeah, yeah, I don't think I could get away with that 
What? 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 Uh, yeah, she she'll teeter along those lines every now and then. I'd hey. be like, mm, okay, so get up right but, now. And cut so that. when she wants something, what, oh, I don't feel like getting no candy. Do, though. Kids yeah. gonna tow that line. Yeah, bro. they they, they gonna see how far they can take it before you know what I'm saying. You, you 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 show them you know they step get back across that line, bro. You know they gonna they gonna look over it real quick. Yeah, it's nice over there. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's that, ugly over there. Grass ain't always green on the other side. I'm, I'm scan. Look, I'm scanning That's items. Dead. I'm scanning the items. She put candy on the thing, so we got candy at the house. So, P-Walk, oh yeah, that's right. Let me ask you to people because mm-hmm. you know you've been quiet this, this this segment for the most part, but that's you know your your child still got I, that I new baby smell. <laughs> so new car smell. Yeah, you ain't you yeah. ain't crossed that yet. But have y'all had the conversation of of how y'all plan on on discipline, or is it just we we'll cross that bridge when we get there? Um, I mean, we had we had conversations along the way, um, throughout the years. It's just. How we approach different different situations. Obviously, I am the way that I am, and y'all know me as. Yeah, you're pretty level headed. So, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> calculated. Yeah. Oh no, CTE. So, <laughs> of course, with my wife, she thinks that I'm not going to be the disciplinarian that I maybe that I should be, but that's it. Doesn't have to be the way that you think that it's it should be. As far as maybe a yell or like a. Uh, a fiery personality to kind of get behind him and be like, "You need to do this." You need I've to never do that. heard you yell. Uh, I don't think you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. No one believes it. It just it gets, people are now your uh, chance. It lose, he lose credit when he start yelling. Bro. <laughs> he gonna be one. Shut of up, them, nigga. <laughs> he one of them dads where he gets stern and then just get real quiet. Yeah, just, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, I'm not upset. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Like I can. I already know that that's gonna Baby be P-Walk. That's gonna be P-Walk craze right there. But I can feel it. I think you need to go to your room. But yeah, it, it, there's been some conversations as far as stuff like that. Um, obviously, some things that we want to try to avoid that we we saw as kids or that yeah. that she saw as as a kid. Um, so it's just trying to trying to navigate around some of those things and get to um, a place that we can actually have some understanding with her as she gets older. Because um, we we all go through a lot of stuff, so. You don't want to kind of replicate that in your kids and to, to have that stuff like brought back up from when you were younger. So ah, that, that's a fact, bro. Look, it's a it's a learning experience for everybody. Everybody's Every learning. Every single day. So I'm, I'm going to play a, a, a short clip from a parent. And I want to know what y'all think. Because it's, it's from something that y'all probably seen before um, a movie. Can I ask you a question? I knew it. I know. Yeah, you got to ask me, Mr. Stewiggy, the one you got the questions for. How come you ain't never liked me? It's a terrible relationship. Like? Man. Who the hell said I got to like you? What law is there say I got to like you? Want to stand up in front of my face and ask a damn fool-ass question like that? Talking about liking somebody. Come here, boy, when I talk to you. Straighten up, goddammit. I asked you a question. What law is there say I got to like you? None. All right, then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. Nigga, as long as you're in my house, <laughs> you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me, but why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt putting up with them crackers every day, but I like you. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. It's my job. 
It's my responsibility. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. Not because I like you, because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. Now, let's get this straight right here now before I go along any further. I ain't got to like you. Mr. Rand don't give me my money. Come payday because he like me. He give it to me because he owe me. Now, I don't give you everything I got to give you. I give you your life. Me and your mama worked that out. Between us and liking your black ass wasn't part of the bargain. <laughs> Now, don't you go through life worrying about whether somebody like you or not. You best be making sure they're doing right by you. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Then get the hell out of my face and get on down to that A&P. So, here's the thing. Like you said, terrible relationship. Terrible relationship. They're terrible. Yeah. He does have a slight point. Yeah. You do owe your child a responsibility because they didn't ask to be here. That's so, true, I man. agree with him on that tenfold. Wait. Everything else, he is a monster. Yeah, it just it feels robotic. Yeah, what? So he had he he's not wrong about that. You have a responsibility to keep him alive, keep him healthy, keep him safe. And the way the the way the conversation looks, it's like you you go out here, you're being mistreated, and it's my fault. That as that's he, how as it the looks. Kid. Yeah. yeah, as the yeah. kid, it's my yeah. fault. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't ask to be here, but it's my fault that you got to go out there and bust your butt for the crackers and then come home. And then all I want is your acceptance. I want your love. I want you to like me. You know what I'm saying? And I think really what he was asking for is to be loved. Like, can you show me love a different way instead of just going out of here like a robot every day and doing what you're doing? Because they don't understand that when they're kids. They don't understand that you have to take care of them. They don't understand that until they get much older. So... For a better relationship, you want to be able to have that second half of that conversation, but the first half should be completely different. Yes, I like you and I love you, and I want to do right by you. Facts. Like, that that situation right there, my kids will never feel like that. That's crazy. They can't. I love my kids too much. <clears throat> like, yeah. I tell my daughter every day, I love you. You love me? Yeah. You love me? You do? You love me? Like, <laughs> bro, I, I constantly make sure my daughter know that she is loved, bro. Like, I can't, I couldn't imagine having my child question whether I like them. Like, no, nah, nigga, I don't like you. I love you, no matter what. You can piss me off to the end of this world. Not going to change how much love I have for you. Like, that shit. But it goes back to something, I think you said it. The Denzel's character... He's parenting how he he was brought up. Yeah, that's like, a period piece. E- exactly. So back that in is, that time, that's how they parented. Exactly. Yeah. Straight discipline all the time, two feet to the chest. Like <laughs> and, that is, yeah. and that's necessary in some sometimes, but all the time, nigga, you mad all the time. I didn't put them crackers on you. <laughs> they were already there. <laughs> they were already there the whole time. And I knew as soon as you as you said you getting, I knew you was getting ready to play that shit, bro. Yeah, that's the opposite end of the spectrum that we're on. Yeah, absolutely. I I think we want a little more balance. Like some some days you're gonna get mad, but you're gonna tell them that. But the second half of the conversation, not the first half, the second half is just like you know, I bust my butt every day to make sure you straight. You know, you're gonna tell them that once or twice. You know, once they start feeling themselves and wanting things and different different things of that nature. But you don't you don't invalidate their like your love for them by saying that. I definitely understand that. 
So that's one thing I wouldn't do in the conversation. I do love you. And, and you wondering if I like you or not, that shouldn't even be a question between you and your children. I mean, to him, to him, it wasn't a question because he's doing all this stuff that he feels like is showing him the love that that he should be giving to his son. But he just can't say the words. Uh, it's different mm-hmm. with kids. It's the, the actions are different. Like you, you, you've been doing that for your life, like your entire yeah. life, whether you have a kid or not. Right. So that doesn't show them. Yeah. Love. You exactly. know what I'm saying? I get you got to do it. We understand that. But kids don't understand that. They just they understand when you. You know, you helping them bathe. You having conversations with them. You sitting in the bed reading books to them. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that they remember. Or that you being supportive. Because I believe in that. Right before that scene, he was supposed to be meeting a coach for like a scholarship or something for like baseball. that. For baseball. No, I I football. 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 And his dad told him, like, why did you quit the job? Why did you stop like going to work? You need to go to work to earn money instead of entertaining mm-hmm. the college coach. Yeah. But you motivated your son to never come back. Man, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> that nigga gonna get signed and never come back. Like that that is absolutely the opposite side of the spectrum from us, from us, bro. Like I don't know, man. That's I just I couldn't I couldn't fathom, bro. Like having that type of relationship with my child. Yuck. Is I, that even a relationship? No. It is not at all. So I don't doubt, I guess I don't really know how to transition to an exit for this episode. This this was kind of heavy today. Oh, it's a man's clue. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I say the benediction and get up out of here, man. We'll holler at y'all. Peace.